Hi everyone, I'm Elizabeth Stein, founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth, and this is Live Purely with Elizabeth, featuring candid conversations about how to thrive on your wellness journey. This week's guest is my friend, Dr. Sandra Carter, a health and wellness expert with a PhD in preventative medicine and the founder of Ohm Mushrooms, the fastest growing brand of organic whole food functional mushrooms. As a seasoned health and integrative expert, Sandra is dedicated to improving health and wellness through the benefits of functional mushrooms. In this episode, we chat about Sandra's journey from her early career as an epidemiologist, finding that mushrooms were one of the healthiest healing foods in the world, to eventually starting her own line in 2010. Sandra gives us all the details on how mushrooms are grown, her top favorite mushrooms and their benefits, like why we should be taking reishi for mental health to help with calming and balance. We talk about the importance of focus when scaling or starting a business, what a successful business looks like, and so much more. Keep listening to learn more. I'm so excited to share with you our new five grain and seed oatmeal multi-packs. We just launched two incredibly delicious varieties, classic cinnamon and banana nut. Our new oatmeals are unlike anything on the market, intentionally crafted with a plant-based protein blend of pea and chickpeas, sweetened with coconut sugar, plus superfood ingredients like chia and flax, perfect to fuel your busy day. These single-serve packets are total game-changers with irresistible taste and texture that's ready in literally a minute and perfectly suited for our new lifestyles back on the go or those days that we're still at home and you want an elevated, quick breakfast. So head on over to your local Sprouts or Kroger or head on over to PurelyElizabeth.com and pick up your new favorite breakfast staple. So Sandra, welcome to the podcast. It's so much fun to see you today. Great to be here, Elizabeth. So just a little bit of a background. Sandra and I go way back to when we were really both starting our businesses. We both use the same outsourced sales management team who is now my head of sales, but he was actually the one who first introduced me to you and to your products. And I was thinking coming on today, how long I have been consuming energy matrix. (laughs) I think it's probably been eight or nine years that I drink it every single morning. I don't drink coffee, so I get my mushroom energy fix in the morning, but thank you to David for introducing us way back then. And so I'm just so excited to dive into your story. And quite honestly, I think there's a lot of it I don't know from the early beginning. So I would love to start there and really think about like, you were so ahead of your time bringing mushrooms into our lives, into this world. Like how the heck did you get into mushrooms and what made you start Ohm? I'd say it's it's a long journey. For me, the passion of health and wellness has been an ongoing passion for over 40 years. And, and I have a PhD in medicine, focusing on integrative or preventive medicine. And before that, a master's in public health and, and a master's in exercise physiology. So always looking at more of a, a, a natural approach to staying healthy. So I actually want to start, or before we go past that, I want to start in in how did you, or what made you go the route of integrative medicine way back when you did? You know, quite honestly, even as a teenager, I was interested in nutrition. I know that you were as well, young in life, 
and exercise. So I was a, an athlete, a college athlete. So I always, you, you know, play? basketball. Oh, nice. <laughs> Did I? I didn't know that. Yeah. And, um, but also equally really interested in food and, and, you know, understanding not only as an athlete, what would help with your performance, but just in overall general health and wellness and, and always interested in prevention as well. We have a history of cancer in our family. So I think maybe that also was a bit of an impetus. And so, so I've always focused on, you know, just sort of more of holistically, what will bring the the best opportunities for ongoing health. So when I, I went from my exercise physiology days into my public health days, I focused on epidemiology and looking at what countries or what attributes do people have that really as, as large groups bring them the highest levels of health and wellness. And, you know, it's very, very revealing when you look at different demographics and different cultures around the world. And certainly in Asia, mushrooms have been a really, really highly revered ingredient or or nutraceutical for thousands of years. And I was actually at an integrative medicine conference here in San Diego. Scripps has an incredible integrative medicine program. And they have a conference that focuses on supplements. And I was introduced to Steve Farrar, a mycologist. And I just became more and more interested in mushrooms. I was living in Tahoe. I was a hospital administrator in Tahoe. And you know, you live in Boulder, so you live at high elevation. And so I was cycling a lot. And I started taking cordyceps mushroom. Because Steve had told you about Yes. So you had no prior, I mean, you were studying and hearing, but he was really. Yes. I, you know, I was more familiar with mushrooms and their immune benefits. And that's, you know, I would say, generally speaking, the general, you know, kind of what you look at originally, I'd say for mushrooms, but I didn't realize how diverse the species were and how diverse all of their benefits are. And so when I started taking cordyceps and I could see the difference in my training and recovery, and then I just became, you know, Steve will tell you the, the mushrooms grabbed hold of you and never <laughs> let go. Um, and so I just, yeah, really dove into the research, really dove into looking at what kind of products are on the market right now. And could we do better than that? So Steve and I, you know, continue. And what from- year was this? 2009. Okay. And then one of the really big changing moments, I'd gone to Supply Side West and I'd done a lot of research with with ingredient buyers and R&D folks there. And what do you think of mushrooms and their benefits? And they all said, mushrooms are amazing and the research is phenomenal, but we just don't think the American public is ready for mushroom products. Well, literally two weeks after that, Dr. Oz started doing shows on, you know, what are the five best cures from around the globe? Number three is cordyceps. And what is it? And you know who they were calling for their research was Steve Farrar. So for me, it was like, okay, this is, there is really something there. And I think we should, we should start a business. And so in 2010, we started the business and, you know, at that time, mushrooms were very, very new. 
And originally we mainly focused on supplying other brands. And then I realized, you know, the real opportunity is to educate and to innovate. And so, you know, having a brand really gives you that opportunity to get out there and, and have all these innovative products, but also it's a great platform to educate from as well. So here we are today. Uh, and <laughs> it's been a great journey. Yeah. And it must, you must just like pinch yourself in the conversation of where mushrooms were in 2010 to where we are today, where it is like the top trending ingredient and is so much more in the forefront of the education and, you know, the acceptance from the public on it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, we were talking to our team yesterday and saying, even at this show, Supply Side West, I think we first exhibited there in 2011 or 2012. And I had all these giveaways to try to get people to come and talk to us in our booth, you know, <laughs> glow sticks and all, all kinds of tchotchkes. Now we will go there and there will be a lineup of people wanting to speak to us about mushrooms and our products are all over in, you know, natural product stores, as well as the mass stores as well. And, and so many people are so familiar with mushrooms, you know, just, I was in an Uber a few weeks ago and the, the young guy asked me, so what do you do? And I told him, he said, do you grow lion's mane? <laughs> cool. <laughs> I love that. I yeah, love that. that's awesome. Yeah. So back to when you met Steve. So at the time, what were you doing in your career at that moment? So I had been a, a hospital administrator, as I mentioned in Tahoe, and I was segueing at that point. It was two, so 2008. A lot of what I did in in the hospital environment was development, business development. I started a center for health and sports performance that was integrating a lot of our, our chronic disease management, community health, physical therapies, helped start a cancer center. 2008, the development world, I would say, slowed down. And at the same time, you have met my daughter, Haley. She was moving to NYU, so Tahoe City to New York City. So I was also in a place of I'm ready for something new in my life and something, you know, just different. And I found it. <laughs> I put found that it. out to the universe and it came right there. It, it did. Yeah. And so I want to talk a little bit about Steve. And so what is his background and how did he get into mushrooms? Sure. Steve's background in terms of academic background is in horticulture. So he has a master's in, in horticulture and started really studying mushrooms as, you know, the fungal part of the soil and be also, also became fascinated with, with mushrooms. He originally grew culinary mushrooms for about 30 years and then had an opportunity to work with a Japanese company who flew him to Tokyo to study Japanese growing technology. And it was during that time period, he really started to understand these functional mushrooms. And then he traveled around the globe to find these different strains that could be cultivated in a, a consistent growing environment. And that is sort of right at the point in time that I was introduced to Steve. And he, so he was on this transitional course and, and so it was just, oh yeah, we, you know, you've got this great growing technology you're trying to develop. And I'm looking at, wow, you could, there's so many products we could develop with these mushrooms and their benefits. And so it just all came together. But Steve, 
Steve is a wealth of information uh, and his expertise in mushrooms is phenomenal. And so we're, you know, really, really fortunate to have him just always providing us with the latest and greatest and, and just be, you know, so, so wonderfully experienced in this area. Well, I was just thinking of, you know, it's one thing to start a business and you have a product, which is hard enough to start, but I think then Mm -hmm. adding to it, the growth and the technology and figuring out how to grow the mushrooms and Mm -hmm. that whole piece of it mixed together must have been, or I don't know, was it daunting at the time? Was it, do you remember how that felt initially of like fearing launching or it was just, you were so passionate that you just dove right in? Yeah, I mean, I think what really was important to me was to understand how we could differentiate ourselves and have the highest quality product out there. And, you know, quality and transparency, even back in 2010, to me, I could see that was going to be extremely important. If you wanted to grow as a company, you know, if you wanted to just sell at a farmer's market, you know, maybe not as important. But if you wanted to grow as a company, you really needed to invest in that. And so with this expertise in this controlled growing environment that that Steve had become familiar with and that we developed, it was really exciting to then take that sort of to a next level and start scaling it and looking at ways where we could really optimize the growing conditions with airflow and lighting and temperature. And, you know, we grow 11 different species. So how can we take each of these species and really, really optimize the growing conditions so we have, you know, the best outcome in terms of the fruit body growing and the bioactivity. And so for me, I think because I have my very strong science background. I loved it. And I found it fascinating. And, you know, we had a head of production, um, Miguel Chavez, who also had been growing mushrooms with Steve for 30 years, and now others who, who have joined us who also have huge experience. So it really has always been a, a very much a team effort. So I didn't feel like I was kind of doing this on my own. It was, you know, between Steve and Miguel and then the, the the other team members having that expertise, we've been able to develop a really, really extremely high quality facility and program. And the, the mushrooms that we grow are, you know, I think the best out there. Yeah. So let's dive into the kind of starting with the growth and how, you know, it's different than maybe what others are doing. I know they get the mushrooms are grown on, I think it's organic gluten-free oats, if I remember correctly, but talk a little bit about how you grow the mushrooms. Sure. So yes, you are right. We grow our mushrooms (laughs) on organic gluten-free oats. We keep all of our strains, our master cultures and cryogenic storage. And, and what that means is we, we continually go back to the master cultures. So we have the strongest tissue to, to really develop this next lot of mushrooms from, and we grow them in a controlled growing environment. So we hydrate the oats, we sterilize them. They're, they're conveyed into growing bags, and then they are put into growing rooms that can optimize the conditions and conditions. And again, changing light conditions, changing temperature conditions, optimizing everything. And also making sure that there are no contaminants in the air is super important for mushrooms. They're bioaccumulators. So if there are heavy metals or toxins 
even radiation in the air, that will all come along for the final product. So making sure that we really have this more pristine, pure environment for them. And then at their sort of at their optimal growing time, we harvest them and we dehydrate them here again in our facility for about 12 to 14 hours with a steam activation step to to make sure that the chitinous walls are loosened up. And then we mill them here and, and everything is sent out for third-party analysis and then, you know, shipped and warehoused and, and majority of our products are packaged here as well. So we're totally end to end. So a lot going on, but the great thing is we have so much control and we just went through another audit. It's a global food safety audit. As, as you know, you, you're required to do that. For, for people out there that think supplements aren't regulated, they're highly regulated, actually. Um, so we just went through a, a global food safety, it's called BRC um, audit. And for the second year running, we got a double A rating, which is the wow. highest rating you can achieve. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. So our team, you know, of course, celebrated and, but that's just a reflection of our, our company's attention to quality. And that is so important, as you know, understanding what, what you're doing and where your, your food and your supplements are coming from. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, you grow 11 different species Let's start off naming what are the 11 and then maybe we can talk through like sure. the top five or we could do all 11, but you know, what, <laughs> what are they and, and their health benefits? Okay. So I'll just name them all first and then maybe we can go into some of them. So there's Agaricus blazii from Brazil and Trodia camphorata. That's from, from Thailand. We have shiitake, maitake, lion's mane, a cordyceps. We grow two types of cordyceps, cordyceps militaris and cordyceps sinensis, the two different strains. We have turkey tail, king trumpet mushroom. I think I think I got them. Oh, and of course, chaga. <laughs> chaga was, uh, we started growing about five years ago. So yeah, so that's wow. the lineup. I, well, I definitely didn't hear, I've never heard of the first two that yeah. you mentioned. But... You, you, you may, Agaricus blazii received the, it was the supplement of the year oh. award in Asia last year in China. So I have now been getting lots of requests on the ingredient side of our business of, uh, regarding this great mushroom. And so yeah, interesting. So what are the benefits of that mushroom? It's, it's mainly uh, known again for its beta glucan and immune benefits. It also has some, some research related to blood sugar centering as well. So, but yeah, mainly for its immune benefits. Oh, interesting. We'll have to stay tuned on that one. Yeah. So let's go through then maybe your top, top you pick, one? either top sure. ones or your top selling product, you know, whatever is more relevant that sure. you Sure. Okay. So a mushroom that has not changed in it, you know, has been so popular and didn't slow down during COVID is lion's mane. And lion's mane is a mushroom that has tremendous research related to cognitive health, so memory and cognition, people with memory issues, but also importantly, with mood and depression and anxiety. So when we first, you know, started promoting this mushroom, you know, many years ago, 
I was sure that it would be, you know, my generation who would be really interested in this product since memory is, you know, very, very much (laughs) top of mind, right? In my generation. However, it is equally the younger generation who we are seeing drawn to this mushroom. So many people have concerns about stress and anxiety right now, are dealing with depression. And the mental health conversation. The whole mental health conversation. And so they're looking for natural ways to address that. They don't want to go on a pharmaceutical. So Lion's Mane has been just incredibly, incredibly popular. And still the sales just, you know, every time we come up, we have a product called Brain Fuel and it has Lion's Mane and Reishi and, you know, the sales of that go off the charts. So, so I think um, great for us to be able to provide something that really helps individuals with with memory and and cognition. Um, The second mushroom also not really changing in popularity is reishi. And reishi is likely the most highly revered of all the the, um, functional mushrooms or or medicinal mushrooms in, in traditional Chinese medicine. It can not only help potentiate a weak immune system, it helps downregulate or modulate an overactive immune system. And we see so many people with autoimmune challenges now, right? Yeah. So so allergies and Crohn's and, and a whole array of different autoimmune challenges. But also there is a lot of research related to, to reishi and stress management and your response to stress. So instead of having that fight or flight mechanism where you get adrenaline and anxiety and your heart racing, Reishi is a calmer, a balancer. A lot of people love to take reishi later in the day as a more calming mushroom. And so we have combined lion's mane and reishi for for several products to really help with that sort of stress management and that focus overall. Cordyceps, I mentioned earlier, very strange looking orange mushroom, helps with availability of oxygen through dilating your bronchial tubes and transferring that oxygen to your hemoglobin. And then if you're an athlete, that that in turn really translates to increasing energy production. So ATP, so you can work aerobically at a higher rate. And we have been involved with research um, related to sports performance with a formula of mushrooms that that Steve and I developed and looked at max VO2, you know, all these different endurance parameters. So saw significant results. And so lots of great benefits from cordyceps mushroom. Chaga is a mushroom that in the last few years has really become very, very popular. And it has, you know, a lot of people know it for sort of anti-aging. I call it healthy aging. Anti-aging, <laughs> if you're not aging, it's, you know, totally. maybe not, right? <laughs> healthy aging. So a lot of different antioxidant compounds. And so, you know, it, it's one of the things that's really important about chaga is to know where is your chaga coming from? So I I talked earlier about the fact that we sell our mushrooms to lots of different brands around the world. And the Korean FDA has mandated that all chaga coming into the country has to be tested for radiation. Hmm. And the reason is in the wild, chaga is very, very slow growing. It can take seven to 10 years. And during that time, it's a conch on a, a birch tree it can accumulate, right? I talked earlier about accumulation and a lot of the chaga is being grown right now downwind of Chernobyl and that radiation is still in the air. It's still being accumulated. 
And so oftentimes we all would love to think that anything grown in the wild is better than grown in a controlled growing environment. Unfortunately, what we've done to our planet, that's not always the case. And so a great mushroom though, chaga has, has lots of great research around it. And you, you see it more and more now in, in beauty products and, and healthy aging products. And then I'd say finally, the last one of, in terms of sort of the top mushrooms is turkey tail. And turkey tail is a mushroom that, you know, you may not have heard a lot about, but it is likely the most researched mushrooms related to its beta-glucan and polysaccharide compounds. There's great research related to not only humans and health, but also canine, so dogs. Oh, I'll health. have to give us my puppy. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So there's some great research out of Penn State regarding canine cancer. And so we have a pet line. And so I've been to many vet conferences in the last few years and the interest in mushrooms and in turkey tail mushrooms is, is really profound right now. So again, a natural way to, to really boost your immune function. And so, yeah, those are, those are the top mushrooms, but you know, all the others as well are equally beneficial. And so it's great with 11 mushrooms to be able to formulate, right? So and make the blends. Yeah. 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 I mean, I love that was, I remember when you first came out with your blends and it was very functional. It was like the beauty, the energy, and just making it really, I think, easy and accessible for people to understand of like, okay, this is, I might not remember which of the mushrooms I should have, but I know that I want this outcome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we want to make it easier, easy for consumers to, to get what they want without having a science degree. I'm curious on that note. So you do have so many different formats, whether it be the blends or now you have supplement form and also the bone broths, which I love, by mm -hmm. the way. What are the most popular of all the different lines for you? You know, we still see a lot of our top sales coming in our, our powder pouches. We were the first to go to market with, yeah. with just the powder. And we recently, this year, we developed a product called, I guess it was last year, called Master Blend. And it came out of this sort of realization that mushrooms are really trending. And like you said, not everyone knows the difference between all these different species. So we combine 10 different species with three different great adaptogens. So holy basil and, and ashwagandha and Tulsi. And so we, we came out with Master Blend. And one weekend, our phones were all blowing up. And we couldn't figure out, was there this huge promotion going on? And we're all, all our team are going, was there a promotion? Because our sales are like off the charts. Well, it was a TikToker. This young girl, 21-year-old, sitting in, in Illinois saying, this is the, a lot of expletives, but, <laughs> okay, 2 million TikTok views. Oh, my God. It got stitched to other TikTok, you know, influencers, and, and this was totally spontaneous. And so the sales, both in retail and online, just went whew, off the charts, and so for me, what's been great is we realized this is a whole new group of people who are yeah. interested in mushrooms. So I, you know, that's, that's wonderful to be able to now introduce mushrooms to a whole 
new group of people. And so we have them have Master Blend in powder. We also have it in capsules. But, you know, we also we have our functional beverages like hot chocolate and coffees. And those are are really doing great. Our broths, you know, we have both veggie, vegan and bone broths. And those are really taking off right now. So, you know, what, one thing we want to always try to remind people is that these are products that are meant to be taken on a daily basis. So whatever your ritual is, your routine, I take that energy product as you do every day because, you know, I am always drinking water. And so it's just so easy. It's just boom, in my water and off I go. And I've got my mushrooms and, and you know, some other great vitamins and turmeric in that product. And so, um, yeah, but it's it's the, the, the powders, I think, well, they're just continuing to be popular. They're affordable. And, it, you know, if you're someone who, you know, either has a shaker bottle or, or a smoothie uh, every day, it's just easy to add the easy, easy way. Yeah. Little taste and easy to add. Yeah. So if someone is just starting out and being introduced to Ohm, what product would you say one or two products that you're like, this is the must, I mean, maybe the master blend, but yeah, I mean, I think master blend is really a, just such a great introduction. And what we're finding is people are discovering different species. So they, they take master blend and they go, Oh my gosh, lion's mane. Oh, I need that help. <laughs> right. And so they go from that to maybe taking a lion's mane capsule or a brain fuel product. And so it's really been a good segue now we're seeing to introduce new consumers to other products. And so I, I think also just, you know, now we're seeing with our, our hot beverages, again, people, you know, they have that routine. And so they, they want to find ways to include lion's mane every day. And so I think those are also really, really popular. As you know, the easier you make it, yeah. the better. Right. Totally. So, yeah. So can you talk a little bit about the differences between the mycelium and the fruiting bodies kind of getting back to yeah. the actual mushroom and growing? Yeah. So first of all, I'm just going to say, if you haven't seen the Netflix movie, Fantastic Fungi, I really encourage you to, because it's just wonderful and it does such a great job of describing mycelium and its importance on the planet. So mycelium is you know sort of the rooting stage of the mushroom however it's it's different than in the botanical world the mycelial stage of the mushroom can last for hundreds of years and spread over hundreds of acres and it it wow. plays a key role on our planet by digesting organic matter so it exudes enzymes outside of its cells to digest if it's a tree, right? That's fallen in the forest, it digests the tree. So it returns back to, to mother earth. It also plays a really key role in communication. And there's a, a great Ted talk of trees can talk and it's about how trees communicate by Through the mycelial network. Wow. Yes, and they can shunt nutrients differentially to same species and differentially to its own saplings. A mother tree can do this. That's Nature crazy. never ceases to amaze, right? So mycelium has developed a very strong immune function by, you know, living in a, a very, very, very tough 
environment, you know, with bacteria and viruses, everything around it. So we have wanted to capture that mycelial stage as well as the fruiting body stage. So the fruiting body stage is what you see in the produce aisle, what you see in your backyard when, you know, a mushroom comes up. It's function is to spore and to for for reproduction it's very short-lived you know that's why they they come up and they disappear within a few days and they have a different kind of architecture than the the very thread-like mycelium in many mushrooms and lion's mane is a great example there are different compounds in the mycelium from the fruit body and so our philosophy is mother nature was very wise, <laughs> is rather very wise, uh, you know, and when, when she created the fungal kingdom, you know, there are benefits to both the mycelial stage and the fruit body stage. And we want to be able to have all of those nutrients in their relative ratio as to how they were created. And so we are, you know, really, really committed to this whole food kind of uh, product. And so we are capturing everything in that whole food product as we're growing it. That's so cool. It's like you said, it's amazing what nature Oh, it is. It is. And, you know, we've we've really seen in in science the pendulum swing from this sort of more pharmaceutical approach of isolating compounds to now realizing, you know, if you have that one compound, but you don't have it in conjunction with all these other bioactives that play a role, the efficacy, the benefit is not going to be as high. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're whole food people, very, very committed to that. There's a reason it's grown a certain way. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So switching gears a little bit and focusing on you, I'm, I'm curious to hear, you know, over the last 11 years for you, it's been a journey. Mm-hmm. And I know whenever we catch up, we talk about the good things, the bad things and everything yeah. in between. Yeah. So for you, what, what, do you do to stay motivated, not burnt out and, you know, kind of being on that roller coaster? You know, you have to, self-care is so important, right? And for me, connecting with nature is the biggest thing that I do. You know, I live both in Tahoe and in San Diego. I have this wonderful opportunity to either go for a walk on a beach or go for, you know, a kayak on the lake or a hike uh, in the mountains. And so, that I get up really early in the morning and that kind of reflective time, the time to be organized, to just, you know, manage anything and process anything through in, a, in nature for me has been extremely powerful and extremely important. The other thing I think, you know, in terms of motivation for the business, we get so many calls and testimonials from people who love our products who have benefited from our products and we get stories all the time. And that's what really, really motivates me to, you know, continue to want to have just the best products out there. And, and also is there one would, story that comes to mind of like, Oh my God, this is incredible of how the mushrooms help somebody. 
There are a couple. One was a, a gentleman who actually worked for us in our accounting department. And he was just, he was sort of a part-time, he was an older gentleman. And he came in one day to the conference room and was asking me questions. And he had uh, neuropathy, which is numbness in his legs all the way down through his feet. And so he literally had to wear shoes all the time because he could walk on glass and wouldn't feel it, right? He lost it. And he'd been to all kinds of specialists. And I said, you know, you, you, you might want to take lion's mane. It has this synthesis of a nerve regeneration factor and, and so can help with nerve conduction. Three weeks later, he came into the conference room. I, I remember it was a Saturday. I never, you know, I remember this because we were working on a special project. And he said, can I get some more of that lion's mane? I went back to my doctor. I now have feeling all the way down to <gasps> my foot. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's interesting. And I know, you know, we there's so much on the internet about, the, oh, mycelium isn't good for you. And, you know, the, when you hear stories yeah. like that, and equally with Lion's Mane, we have a friend of my daughter's was in New Zealand and, and, and she opened her friend's cupboard and it was full of all of own products. And she said, how did you hear? This is my, my friend's mom's oh my God, company, so cool. right? <laughs> and she said, I had a concussion and, and my neurologist recommended that I take lion's mane and I, it works so well that I'm an athlete. I started taking all these other products. And so, yeah, that, and also with Turkey tail, we, we were at a, a pet show and there was a woman who stood there for a long time. And, and I was speaking with someone and she came up and she said, Dr. Carter, I want to thank you. I met you you know, a year and a half ago, and someone recommended that, that I come and see you because I was, you know, upset my dog had been diagnosed with cancer and was, you know, only given a few weeks to live, we were flying our kids home from college to say goodbye. And so I came and you gave me this turkey tail mushroom and the dog is still alive. And, and at one point, we, you know, some my auto ship stopped for some reason, I thought, oh, you know, it, it probably isn't the mushrooms anyway, you know, but, and she said, the dog started getting tumors again, pulmonary tumors. And so, wow. you know, stories like that, although, you know, we are not a drug and we get, you right, know, we right, can't right. make any claims, <laughs> any, but, but you hear that we hear on a daily basis on, in so many ways that people have benefited from the mushrooms. And so, yeah, that's just, oh. That for me and my life journey, you know, I'm very obviously passionate about health and wellness and, and helping people. And so this has just been a gift for sure for me in my life. That's amazing. So when you have people like that or dogs like that who have, I would say, a bigger issue than just like, oh, I'm wanting to take a mushroom every day for immunity. Do you suggest, say, in the lion's mane that they're dosing with a higher amount or is that the regular amount that's on packaging you know we even on our packaging we recommend that you double dose the first um three to four weeks just to accelerate the time but yeah i mean people tend to when you have a more acute situation that you you want to increase your dosage to get the the highest benefit possible that's amazing so curious also to hear in your journey what some of the best 
advice business-wise that you've received that's really been helpful for you? Yeah, I think two things really come to mind. One is spend a lot of time on your business plan. There are so many people, and I'm sure, you know, you've heard, talked to I didn't have a business plan. You didn't? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are so many great ideas around, right? And I think when you, you spend time on a business plan, it helps you like think through how you're going to price your product. You know, what, you know, when you're doing something, I I know you started in your kitchen and, you know, many people you hear the garage story all the time, but it's like, okay, eventually I'm going to have to pay for, you know, a co-packer or or whatever. And so how am I going to make sure I'm pricing my, my product correctly and building in, you know, what expenses I may not have now, but I may have in the future. And so I spent, you know, a lot of time, um, initially working on a business plan, but also revising it as time went on because things, you know, what I thought was going to be our biggest opportunity, you know, in 2010 wasn't our biggest opportunity. And so, you know, just always updating and thinking strategically about, you know, what your, where your biggest opportunities are. And, and the other second thing that really is, is very close to that is being focused. Sometimes I don't want to go out for dinner with people. <laughs> it's like, oh, and I have so-and-so coming in. They can really help you with your business. And sometimes I just want to go out for dinner, right? <laughs> and I'm yeah. not necessarily. So there are a lot of people who want to tell you what the, the best thing you should be doing. I'm sure you've had that same experience. And being really focused and understanding where and believing where you think you need to be is really, really important because distraction, you know, trying to sell a new product over here that's not your core competency or whatever can use up a lot of resources and can also get you in trouble financially. So I think being focused also, you know, being being innovative is important and, and you certainly are a great example of that, but also being focused at the same time with that innovation is has been important for us. Yeah, I think that is such a good lesson, something that we've definitely learned on being focused and not extending into too many areas of innovation. And I think it's something that's important both at the beginning, but I'm feeling it even more so as we have scaled because it just it becomes that much harder to be at that big size and, and doing so many different things. Yeah, absolutely. And it takes away, you know, from from the things that are really, really working. So yeah, I think that's the, you know, oftentimes I'll I'll talk to someone who's wanting to start out and they, they're talking about this and this and this and this. It's like just one. <laughs> this one and and don't worry about selling all over the world, you know. <laughs> just here, there's a lot of people in the US. So, you know, figure out or maybe just in California, be really focused in what you're doing and do it well. Yeah. So what have been some of the other challenges for you as you have scaled the business now into this massive size business over the last 11 years? Yeah, well, you know, recently, I'm experiencing what everybody else is supply chain and, and, and people, I think, 
otherwise, you know, I would say it's, it's been a, a, a challenge, but it's been a great challenge is surrounding myself with really talented people. I mean, you have David on your team, I know, and others that have really helped you. Likewise, I have a head of sales, Tom Tierney, who's just amazing. And he came from Amazing Grass. We supply mushrooms to Amazing Grass. And that's how I was first uh, introduced to Tom. But we have just some incredibly talented team members. And I think that, you know, as you bring them in and integrate them into, you know, maybe your original team group, sometimes there's an adjustment as you're growing. But at the same time, that that also has been, I think, a real key for growth is realizing your own limitations and then bringing on people who have that experience, who have that knowledge and surround, I, you know, I always like to say, surround yourself with smart people and, you know, you all uh, will be elevated, but, you know, it takes time to do that. And so, you know, we've grown our, our team enormously in this last 10 years. So it's, it's been great. Yeah. So on that note, do you have any tips as far as integrating to your point of, you know, a, a team who has been there and then bring in this like next stage of growth. What are some of those things that you guys did that was helpful? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the more helpful areas are being inclusive and also, you know, having perspective of, of history. Uh, oftentimes when we're onboarding some new team members, I'll spend time giving them some historical perspective because Often when you're a young company, and I'm sure you experience this, you're making choices based on the resources, financial and otherwise, that you have available. And it's not that you didn't know you could do something or buy something, but you simply didn't have the- It's not an option. (laughs) It wasn't an option. And so I'm always very, very, very committed to, to let people know as they're coming on that, you know, we have an incredible team here who've done an amazing job with the limited resources that maybe they had when we first started out. So please don't, you know, make assumptions or judgments based on maybe some of the accounting tools or, you know, whatever it is that you kind of started out with, because that's what we could afford at that time. And yes, now we're going to the latest ERP system or, you know, but, but this is how we started and it helped us get here. So I think having that perspective and then including the people who, who got you to where you are in that even full year of onboarding someone, not every week, but just making sure there's kind of a a check-in with, okay, we're going to try some, this new, whatever, maybe we tried it before and it didn't work, or maybe there's something they should consider because of another experience. So just having that check-in with that original team to always, you know, get their, their experience and their voice. And I just think it helps with all of the buy-in and you always want your team to be, you know, shoulder to shoulder behind whatever decisions are being made. And so, you know, I just think that, that, that keeping people together and working together as a team is really important. I love that. Those are some great tips. So along with that, thinking about the success that you've had today, how do you measure success and what, is it, does a successful company look like to you? 
You know, I, I'll just say some things have surprised me. I, you know, when I first started the company, and I, I think you were the same way, it wasn't, you know, I don't know, even know if Shark Tank was a thing then, but no, it was it like, wasn't. right? It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make billions of dollars. I mean, that wasn't, it was all about health and wellness. Yeah. And, and still very much is about creating products that are efficacious that, you know, I really, believe will make a difference in people's um, lives and, and have a higher quality of life. The, the second thing, though, that surprised me was I remember so well when we first, you know, started to grow as a company. And I think it was right before Christmas, we I was able to meet with each of our employees and give them a very nice raise and a very, very nice bonus. And there were tears, you know, and, and that I realized, you know, so many people say, Sandra, I can buy a house now because of working here. You know, I mean, amazing. my children now are able to do this because of working here. Well, you know, I mean, that's just so rewarding to feel that you've created a business that people can improve their their quality of lives and the quality of lives of their children because you're you're giving them opportunities and that surprised me. I it wasn't just something that I had thought of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and yet I would say it continues to be. You know, I'm very very close to our our production team and our you know our entire team because I know how important they are to the success of the business and in turn. You know, that really has, has been a, a gift to me to feel that, you know, they, they've grown and, and the opportunities they've had professionally will help, help them continue to grow. I love that angle of it. And I think that's one of the things that it's like coming back to the people, the team is yeah. just the most important thing and yeah. the fulfilling part of it. It really is. It really is. Yeah. So we're going to switch gears to some rapid fire Q&A. Okay. Your favorite ohm product. You can only pick one. Yeah, it's it's the energy stick that you take. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad I'm taking your favorite then. <laughs> I love that product. I mean, it First of all, if you think about it, it's got so much vitamin C, you know, it's got turmeric in it. it it's, it's got yerba mate. I mean, it's just an incredible tons of B vitamins, B12 in it. So it's a natural energy enhancer, but also an immune enhancer as well. So I feel healthy when I take that product every day and I get that initial focus. But it's so funny because yesterday we were were expanding again. I was in construction meetings and for I wasn't in a place I could get my energy. And about four o'clock, I was like, why am I so tired? It's like, I didn't have my energy today. It really works. I mean, it really it, does. It really works. And so, yeah, that's that's my favorite for sure. Your favorite wellness hack. My favorite wellness hack. I mean, I just think being in nature is, it's accessible. It's affordable. You know, when people think you have to go to a gym or, you know, figure out the latest fitness exercise. I think for me, nature not only gives you an opportunity to be physically active, but I think mentally 
it's it's a way of really being reflective uh, in your place on the planet. And it helps you with your stress management. So for me, being out in nature and being active is is really, really a healthy thing to do. And and so, yeah, that that's my hack. Three random things that you're currently loving. That one I'm not sure about. I saw that question. <laughs> Three random things that I'm really loving. I'm green juice right now. Definitely. I'm, I have my little own shaker bottle with my, my mushrooms and my green juice in it. So that's definitely one, you know, just being sort of uh, taking time for sort of mindful meditation and trying to unplug. I think that's something that is so hard for us to do. And so I'm, I think that's something that I'm really, really paying attention to, you know, other than that, I think connecting, I think if COVID taught us anything, it was how important people are in our lives that you really want to stay connected to. And like you and I, I mean, we just sort of knew we were going to see each other, right? At the next show and the next show. And then all of a sudden there were no shows. And so that I think, you know, there's lots of research related to the importance of social support and, and, and having people, meaningful people in your lives. And so I think in terms of health, you know, we can't underestimate that. And we need to give time to staying connected. I love that. What do you want more of in your life? Time with friends and family. Yeah. What do you want less of? Um, Non-essential meetings. (laughs) (laughs) You can second that. Yeah. (laughs) A meal that you'll never forget. Yeah, I'm not sure about a meal that I'll never forget. I don't know if I have a memorable meal. How about like a favorite restaurant that you love going to? You know, in Tahoe, there's a restaurant called Wolfdale's and it has tremendously, you know, fresh and creative with sort of an Asian flair to it. And you will find me there often when I'm in Tahoe. (laughs) You're Um, looking for Sandra in Tahoe, go there. Yeah. And that's, probably right. And it not only has great food, but again, it's a great group of people. I know the owners, I know many of the people who work there. And so it, I was there on Sunday night (laughs) and, and speaking to a woman, I was just sitting, they have a beautiful restaurant and a bar and, and I've known this woman for 30 years. And so it's sort of, you never feel like you're alone when you're there. Right. So I'm so comfortable going in and I get this really, really healthy food, but I also get this social support and this this great connectivity as well so that's that's important for me we'll look for you there yeah (laughs) your favorite ohm moment my favorite ohm moment let me think there's honestly there have been so many great moments i think when i i first walked into the del mar Whole Foods, which is, so we, we first got into Whole Foods by a a local forager. And so I remember when I first walked in there and I saw our products on the shelves and, and then I went and talked to one of the team members, of course, because I wanted to give them (laughs) some education and, and this girl knew all about our products and about mushrooms. And I thought, wow, this is, this is going to work. I made it. 
this made it. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of wonder as an entrepreneur, is this just me (laughs) making this up and willing it to be successful? But, you know, from there, of course, we're global in in Whole Foods. We have 32 products now in Whole Foods. That's yeah. Amazing. And so from that, thank you, Dwight, the forager who found found us originally to where we are now and in many, many other great stores as well. But that was the moment I think that, you know, when you kind of hit the shelves, you just feel like you're real all of a sudden. Totally. Yeah. I kind of still feel like that every time I go in the store and see product, I'm like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And now to see us, you know, you kind of think trends occur in, you know, California and New York, but you know, when you see, you know, we just had finished mushroom month and our team was sending all these incredible displays of, of our products and, you know, from Ohio to Minnesota to Kansas, like all across the country, right? These huge displays, windows in Nashville, Tennessee, you know? And you think, okay, this is, it's not a trend. It's something very real. And yeah, every time I see it still, you just get blown away. So it's great. So lastly, what is your number one non-negotiable to thrive on your wellness journey? Movement. Yeah, I'm, I am just, you know, I just, I'm a big walker, hiker. And uh, for, for wellness, I mean, I can make food, you know, you and I travel a lot. I can figure things out food wise, but I just find for my physical, uh, emotional and mental health movement is the one critical thing for me. I just, I do so much better when I'm able to find times in my day, even if I'm in an airport, I will just be like doing laps around an airport or if, if I'm in a hotel for a long time, find ways to get out and exercise. So yeah, I think that that is the most important thing for me, for sure. So in closing, two last questions. One, what do you think is next in wellness as we're gearing up to end the year? Where do you think 20... 20- mm-hmm. 22 will have us? I think, you know, paying attention is kind of a trend that has already started. And that is, you know, buying local. (laughs) So with supply chain, you know, you're maybe not going to have a choice. I think that's a good thing. I think people understanding the benefits of, of having food that is, is, is locally harvested, is, you know, really nutritional, is really going to be important. And that again, the focus on whole food and and Elizabeth, you know, you're doing that so, so well in all your products. And I think that is, it's sort of turning back the clock from all these fast foods and, and so on and synthesized products to using whole foods and whole food products to create um, nutritional health. So I think that's where we're going to see ourselves. And then lastly, what's next for Ohm? What's next for Ohm? Well, we're expanding. We're, uh, as I mentioned, we're in a construction meetings. We're expanding again, uh, we're happy to say. And so we're, we're going to continue to, you know, build. We've got some great new team members coming on board with lots of experience, both in the mushroom and the natural product industry and in science. Um, so we're... We're, we're continuing to grow and we're continuing to innovate as well. So I think it's going to be 
exciting year ahead as we're seeing now so many new consumers in the mushroom space. It gives you an opportunity to branch out even more. And so we'll, we're looking forward to that. Well, I can't wait to see what's up your sleeve and I can't wait to see you live and in person at the next show. At the next show, if not before. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks so much for joining me on Live Purely with Elizabeth. I hope you feel inspired to thrive on your wellness journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. You can follow us on Instagram at purely underscore Elizabeth to catch up on all the latest. See you next Wednesday on the podcast.